Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews, I am Adam. So this is a topic that I didn't think I'd have to address ever again, but apparently people can't let shit go. And I'm talking about Rey in The Rise of Skywalker and really all of the prequel trilogy. Or, I'm sorry, the sequel trilogy. Um, and a certain someone... Um, who somehow got an animated DC movie based on something he wrote after credible allegations that he, uh, of sexual harassment and sexual assault, um, started the, the trend of calling Raya Mary Sue. He also started the trend of, um, what's it called? Um, uh, you know, Disney paid off critics, uh, to give good reviews. Uh, and look, you know, things, you know, when you're, when you're him and you, you see people all around you living life without repercussion, uh, like just your father kills two children and nothing happens as a result. There's no down, downfall on his career as a result, you know, shit happens. Um, but this started as kind of calling Raya Mary Sue. Um, and I hate the fact that people can't engage with the media they're watching to the degree that they can have an analytical thought on their own. And, and, and what do I mean by that? What I mean is, if we look at, say, um, The Rise of Skywalker, let, let's start with The Force Awakens. And, and this is really where this started, is the thought that Rise of Mary Sue started there. Herein lies the problem, okay? Number one out of the gate, in fiction, especially science fiction and fantasy and things like that, if you take a character and put them into an inhospitable environment, have them live on their own for almost two decades, and have to survive on their own, typically that's shorthand for this character can fight and has survival skills, and any other relevant survival skills to this universe. Like, they can, you know, do things like that. So, like, when we're introduced to Rey in The Force Awakens, we're introduced to her living in... In a fallen ATAT, like her house is literally in the hollowed-out guts of an Imperial Walker. That—that's where we meet her. The first thing we see of her is her going through a downed Imperial, um, what's it called? A, a, a downed Imperial star destroyer from the Battle of Jakku, which wouldn't be expanded upon until um, Chuck Wending's, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, Aftermath series, but that is, you know, that's where she, she's going through there, stealing parts, scavenging parts, and then going to, you know, going and selling them. And that is typically shorthand for this character. You know, like, it, well, we, see, can, we can see she knows how to fight because that's what the society is. When we see the environment she lives in, when we see her in that little area where Ungar Plut lives... We, we can see her, who's, I think I mispronounced his name, whatever. When we see her in that area, we can see this isn't exactly the most upstanding place. This makes, uh, like, Mos Eisley look just, like, fucking Naboo. Like, we, like, it's not a, a, a clear place. And we see her fight, and one of the things people will point to is that, well, she gets attacked by raiders in the same way Luke gets attacked by Tusken raiders, uh, to kind of mirror that moment. But she fights them off and saves BB-8 while Luke gets his ass kicked. And the difference is, Luke is not a scavenger. <laughs> like, 
Luke didn't need to fight at that point. Because he was living with his aunt and uncle, and he didn't have to worry about anything like that. Like, he had to do some dried repairing, he had to work on the farm, and things like that. But he didn't have to go out and fight for, you know, food. And basic things to survive, like Ray had to. So that's why he gets fucked up by the Tusken Raiders, but Ray is able to fight off... I forgot what happened to Ray's, is with the other Tusken Raider things on Jakku. Um, so, we see, we, we see that. And, and that's pretty obvious... From, from watching the movie, but apparently people don't understand that. Then comes the end, and someone tweeted about this today, and saying that, well, she beat Kylo Ren in the lightsaber duel on Starkiller Base. Here is the, 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 the problem with that. She beat, she beat him. I'm not going to argue that she beat him. Um, but we forget a little bit earlier in the movie that she got shot with a bowcaster, which we've seen majorly fuck up people. And, like, if you get shot in the chest with that, typically you're not getting up from that and then doing a lightsaber fight against someone else. It doesn't matter how trained they are with a lightsaber. That's number one. Number two, this concept of how does she know how to fight with a lightsaber, we see her earlier in the movie fighting with her staff. Like, it's not like she's, like, a hand-to-hand combat person. Well, it's hand-to-hand combat, but she's used to using a weapon. It's not like she's not used to using a weapon. We see her use a weapon in when we're introduced to her, and she meets BB-8. Like, I, I, I genuinely... Like, I, I see these comments, and I'm like, do you not watch the movie you're talking about? Because it's like, it's all there. It's not like this is subtext that you need to, like, read deep into it. Like, it's not like that, that explanation that went viral that Dave Filoni gave about the importance of Duel to Fate and the importance of the fight between Qui-Gon and Maul in the prequels, where it's like, that's all subtext that's coming to the surface. Or, like, the people who don't understand The Last Jedi, which, The Last Jedi is the movie that people who hate it are like, oh, it's it, it, it's not, like, you know, people who don't like it, are they don't understand how to read a movie critically. And it's like, well, why is it that, you know, why did they go to Canto Bite? And I was on that for a while, too. You can, you can write around that. But it builds Finn's character arc. It builds... You know, it, it builds the world in an important way, leading into what will be the final chapter of the saga, because we're ending it with nine. And the most, one of the most important lines in that movie, leading into the finale, is when, um, what's it called? When um, DJ says to Finn and to Rose, like, "You'll blow them up today. They'll blow you up tomorrow." Um, and then it, it's just a cycle that keeps happening. And that's that moment where it's like, we need to break this cycle. That's what it's about is we're going to break the cycle and we're going to end it now. That's, that is the, we're going to, this is going to be the end of this. And that's probably the most important moment that J.J. just didn't include in the, in the end, is that we need to end, this needs to end at some point. We can't keep doing this. And it's like, yeah, yeah people are profiting from these wars, but we, we, we need to do this. Um, and it, it, that concept of gray morality and all that, uh, either way. But, and then it's like, well, she... She goes to a standstill, uh, on, um, like, her and, um, Kylo Ren are at a standstill, um, and they can't quite, like, they they tie on trying to steal the, what's it called, uh, take Luke's lightsaber, and end up ripping it in half, and it's like, yeah, that's explained in the next movie, where, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're, they're a dyad, they're, they're two parts of the same thing twins in the force as it were um and i will 
accept any apologies from anyone who called me an asshole for saying they were going to lean into that a little bit before the Rise of Skywalker came out. I'll let people, you know, apologize to me for that because I got a lot of flack for saying they're going to lean into uh, the, the, the relationship between Jason and Jaina. They're not going to be physical twins, but they're going to be uh, twins in the Force. And I got a lot of shit for that. So, you know, let's see who was right there. And on top of that, in the Rise of Skywalker, they were like, well, he had multiple opportunities to kill her, and he didn't. And it's like, literally the scene before the first opportunity to kill her, he's like, I'm not going to kill her, I'm going to catch her and bring her back to, uh, what's it called, and bring, and bring her back, and she will join me, and we will rule the galaxy together. That's Kylo Ren's plan. That's his plan when they get to the first planet, where they meet Lando, that's the plan where they get to, to Kishimi, I think it's called, where they meet um, Kerry Russell and Babu Freak, uh, then that's the plan when they get to um, the, the other moon of Endor, um, is that he wants Rey to join him. Um... And, and it's like, I don't like The Rise of Skywalker. I really don't. I watched it again the other day, and I really do not like that movie. Um, because I don't think it was a good use of a third, the, the final act of a nine-movie series to do a MacGuffin quest for two-thirds of it, and then have the villain twirling his mustache for the final act of it, and, um, like, and, and then it ends with, you know, lightning into his... I, I, I felt like it was an anticlimactic ending to it, and, it, and like... It was very obvious two moments were cut in because of the success of another movie that came out earlier in the year. And I've talked about this before. I'm not going to go get into it again. But the point is, I really don't like The Rise of Skywalker. I, I didn't like it originally. When I watched it again, I kind of warmed up some of the moments and I thought it was kind of cool. And there were certain things that I started to like a little bit more when I watched it again. But at its core, structurally, I still don't like the movie. Um, and I think that this is ultimately the issue with this with this movie is that you still have to... If you don't like a movie, you still have to engage with its content. And you still need to do basic understanding of the plot of the movie before you start making a fool of yourself and saying things that, like, come on. Like, I just don't get it. Um, so, I don't think Ray is a Mary Sue. And I don't think Ray is a Mary Sue. I'm not going to say, like, well, Ray's not a Mary Sue. Well, Ray's not a Mary Sue, but Anakin is. Or Ray's not a Mary Sue, but... um. Uh, Luke is, and it's like, I, I, I don't think that label is fair, because that label is inherently designed to write off anything a character does that they don't like, where it's like, okay, so we don't like, like, if you don't like Anakin, you're gonna say Anakin's a married, and, and, and to an extent, like, okay, Rey doesn't lose an arm, but she fucking dies, like, she literally dies, and she gets brought back to life. Like, I, I don't understand. She gets literally tortured. Like, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Like, do you not watch the movie that you're complaining about endlessly? Is what I think the problem is. Um, so we'll wrap up there. Uh, I have a new Audible credit coming soon, and I think the next one I'm going to do is Master and Apprentice. Um, which is the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon book. Uh, also coming soon, I already have it on pre-order, is um, Thrawn Ascendancy. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that very much, and we'll see where we go with that. Uh, and all of this will be happening um, in the near future. We'll see what happens when. So until then, have a great rest of your week.